It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Wizards. Your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's up, DC? Welcome back to Lockdown Wizards. I'm Anthony Cittadino alongside SB Nation's Bullets Forever writer Ben Mahich. We are your hosts covering all things Wizards. We have an injury update coming up, which will have us all questioning the six-man position for the Wizards, and then we'll get into regular season predictions for the opener. But first, this episode is brought to you by 1010. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 one-of-a-kind engagement rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today, using only diamonds responsibly and sustainably sourced from Botswana, 10 design masters have each produced a unique, beautiful diamond ring launching exclusively on January 18th at BlueNile.com. This exciting limited edition collection of diamond engagement rings launches on January 18th, and you can preview it exclusively at BlueNile.com. What's up, DC? We're coming at you from the Lockdown Network at Lockdown Wizards. Go subscribe to the show right now. Shoot us a follow on Twitter at Lockdown Wizards. We have a ton to get into tonight. Benjo, what's up, brother? How we living? You know, pretty good, man. We got a lot to get into. You're right. We, as typical Wizards, right before the season begins, they sneak an injury in there, right? We had the uh, infamous John Wall knee injuries, the uh, infamous right, right. injury that kept them out for years. Uh, and, of course, they had to sneak a, sneak another one in this year with Rui Hachimura. He's out three weeks with conjunctivitis, the common folk. That's pink eye. Uh, he's coming off a relatively impressive show in the preseason. But he really showed a, a newfound aggression and the willingness to shoot the three, which he didn't do much last season. And he was expected to play a major role this year, Anthony, probably a third option on the team. Right, uh, right. You know, on any given night. So I wanted to throw it back to you. What does his loss mean for the Wizards? Well, right now it's the four spot, right? We're looking at, I mean, where, where, where do they go? Do they start Davis Bertans? I mean, do what, 
it, it, this is this throws a, a big wrench in you know Scott Brooks' plans right now. So I mean, will this lead to switching up the lineups throughout you know the the beginning like ten the first ten games, first twenty games? Um, I mean, do you think there's going to be a set starting four, or do you think they're going to like switch it up? Well, earlier today, Scott Brooks said that they're going to try and replace Rui Hachimura by committee. And what that tells me is he kind of doesn't want to start Bertans because, I, I mean, look, he's he's probably their third most important player on the roster. And in that case, it's pretty clear that he should be starting. But for some reason, he doesn't want to commit to that, which, is, which I think is pretty interesting because I think he really relies on Bertans coming off the bench and giving the team the much-needed scoring boost that, that they need because other teams have guys like Dennis Schroeder who come in and give you buckets, right, or right, the typical right. Jamal Crawford-type player. Uh, or even in years past, the Wizards had similar players that kind of uh, can get hot and score in bursts. They don't really have that player this year, and I think they're relying on Bertans to, to give that sort of contribution for them. So it'll be really interesting to see how they fill that uh, position. To me, I think it's pretty clear Denny Avdia is going to be starting um, and, and that four. It might go to Anthony Gill. He started for them in preseason. And I think that's another uh, evidence, more evidence that shows that Scott Brooks isn't really committed to starting Bertans for the reasons I just mentioned. But right. I, don't know, I guess what, what, what do you think should like, is there an answer on the roster right now? Should they start Bertans? To me, it seems like they should, but. Yeah, right. I mean, it seems like Bertans has been kind of this, this off the bench guy who will give you, you know, that, I mean, they'll keep him in there for, for those starter minutes at, you know, in crunch time. So it, you know, a lot of coaches do do that with players. Like, you know, play, like, you know, if you look at Harden's career early on, I mean, he was always coming off the bench in OKC, but he was always, always in there in crunch time. Um, Bertans, I, I don't, I don't think that Scott wants to start him from, from everything that we've asked him from, from, you know, all, all the, all the pressures that, that we've seen, everything that he, he's been asked about, you, you know, Davis, he, he, I, I think you're absolutely right, Ben. He, he wants that extra spark off the bench. Um, and I love that you're throwing Anthony Gill out there. Big question mark leading into this season, Anthony Gill, they sign him for 2.4 mil for two seasons, you know, everything guaranteed, no player option, no team option, Ben, uh, any expectations for um, for Anthony Gill, the 28 year old, um, who's just coming out of uh, out of Europe? Yeah, 28 year old rookie. You don't see that very often. Um, and I think that's the thing. They gave him guaranteed money for two years, like you said, because they think he can come in and contribute. And, and he did that in, in Russia. Granted, obviously the the level of play in Russia isn't even comparable to the NBA, but <laughs> in college, I don't I don't believe he took two three point shots the entire career in college and, and in, in Russia he became a very serviceable uh, three-point shooter and, and I think that's the sort of role they envision him to play in, in, in the NBA the sort of stretch forward traditional stretch forward player um, he's very physical he does a great job moving without the ball cutting to the basket and and I think they they also love his sort of personality he's a guy who grinds with really hard I mean, look he made it to the NBA playing from from Russia right um, but we didn't really see much from him in preseason. To be honest with you, I'm not sure there was a memorable moment in which he was involved, which is kind of disappointing because he does have kind of an NBA-ready game. And he didn't really flash much of that in, in, in the preseason. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how they handle his role. Because, like, you're, you're right. I don't think they anticipated having to use him. But with Rui out three weeks, I mean, you can only play Bertan so many minutes. Uh, and they don't yep. really have another traditional power forward on the roster. Yeah. And 
Um, right. We, we, we are of the understanding that Denny is most likely going to get this three spot. And now that the four spots up in the air, starting wise, um, I mean, that Scott still has not made a decision on the, uh, but on, on the, the, the main starter for, for the three. So as he, you know, he's still going with, you know, how fluid that position really is with Isak, um, you know, Denny and, uh, Troy Brown, um, those guys thrown into the rotation. Um, I mean, do you, do you think that, do you think Denny, I mean, he's six, nine, you, do you think he's going to get minutes at the four? That's, I mean, look, last episode, we talked about how Scott Brooks showed some element of creativity for really the first time in his career as a Wizards head coach uh, last game, playing three guard lineups. I think you'll see more of that this season where they'll play Denny. And I think he's obviously not a, uh, a short power forward, but he doesn't play like a traditional power forward. Uh, he, he's more of a stress forward type guy, a player who can you know, uh, distribute. His, his best asset is probably his court vision for a player his size. So mm-hmm. they have the mm-hmm. potential to play some really interesting lineups. If they go three guards with Kenny and, and Thomas Bryant, it's a really, really fast lineup that I think Scott Brooks wants to utilize this year. And they want to play fast, get up, get up and down. That's one of the reasons why they got Russell Westbrook in the first place. So I don't think it's it's a complete loss with Rui gone. Obviously, it's a it's a hole that will be need, needed to fill, needed to be filled. But um, I don't think right. it's as big of a loss as it would be if, say, you know, Bradley Beal or Russell Westbrook. I, yeah, absolutely. And we will see. Rui is out for three weeks. Um, we will surely miss him, but he'll be back in the lineup in no time. Um, as we kick, as we you know, change it up to talk more about. Um, the season ahead. Um, we're going to take our first break here. Are we ready for some football? College football heads into the bowl season, and there are some big matchups this weekend. NFL regular season is finishing up with the playoff picture becoming clearer. There is only one place that has you covered and one place we trust, betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code Locked on for your 50% welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use the promo code locked on to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Betting on the Washington Wizards doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks and quick hitting advice to make the smartest possible wagers. Subscribe on Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcast. All right, so let's transition from Louis' injury. And I think, uh, you know, we talked a little bit about Davis Bertans and, and the role that we expected in the play this year. Uh, being that six-man type player. And I think he would have really been in contention for the six-man of the year if he had the season that we expected him to have. Now that he's might start, might not, I expect him to start for what that's worth. Um, 
who's going to take on that six-man role? Is, is it that big of a hit that they really don't have one? Is there someone on the roster that you think can, can slide in and, and kind of earn a role even when Rui gets back just by virtue of having played more minutes with him out? So with, with Rui out um, and the question mark surrounding Davis and if he's starting, if he's not, um, the six-man role, in my mind, I think he could be someone new at any night, really. I mean, if, if, if Davis is starting – um, I mean, like you never know. I mean, Troy Brown could be like the first man off the bench. I mean, you know, you know, how Neto could be the first man off the bench, you know, if, if you know, if Russ gets into foul trouble, who, who knows how, what, why ever, you know, you know, Scott's, you know, subbing, but there, there's a lot of guys. Ish Smith could, could be, you know, the first guy subbed off the bench. I mean, there, there really is a lot of guys that could go into that role, but um, if there's, I right now I I am not seeing a clear cut six man. I mean I don't know about you. I mean you, you know you you've been we've both been watching pretty closely. I mean do you, have you seen anyone? You think? And I think this is kind of a continuation of our discussion from last podcast when we mentioned how Denny Abdia had stood out from every other player on that roster, especially in his position with Troy Brown, Isak Bonga, and we mentioned Jerome Robinson even. Abdia stood out, and I think he earned that starting position. And now with, with Rui out, the players we just mentioned, the Troy Browns of the world, Isak Bunga, Jerome Robinson, they have another opportunity to really separate themselves. And it's really a rare opportunity because not many of those come around in the NBA. For most of these guys, preseason is all you get. We didn't have a summer league this year, so you had three preseason games to really earn minutes. And none of them really did. I mean, they all looked okay, but none of them really looked like they had made significant strides from the season prior. I think now they have another chance to do that. If Troy Brown is really going to crack the rotation and play significant minutes, this is his chance to do so. If Isak Bunga is going to do that, this is his chance to do so. Sure. And I think it, it'll really be an indictment in all of these players. I understand they're still young, still in their early 20s, still have a ton of potential and, and will develop and seem to have roles in the NBA going forward. But you can't have those three players on the roster for the rest of their days, right? At some point, you have to cut the fat. And one of these players has got to go at some point. I'm not saying it'll happen this season, but one player I think can really make an impact is Jerome Robinson. And we, and we saw some of that in preseason. He's one of those microwave type players, right? You can put him in, put him in the rotation, put him in the lineup, and you know what he's going to give you. He's going to shoot. Whether he makes it or misses is, is, is the question, but he's going to shoot. Sometimes you don't get that with Troy Brown and Isak Bonga. These guys are really hesitant when they get the ball in their hands. And Jerome Robinson, that's not the case at all. He made a really, really sweet layup, probably one of the best finishes in, in the preseason. Saw um, that. Beautiful. Really nice. Yeah. I mean, he's a really talented player. There's a reason why the Wizards were high on him uh, pre-draft in, in 2018. Right. Uh, the draft, they actually took Troy Brown, and they were really high on him coming out of Boston College. And they were lucky enough to get him for Isaiah Thomas, who really wasn't doing much in Washington. Right. So they took a flyer on him. And I think this is a player to watch because Scott Brooks love play, loves players with confidence. And he's a guy who has confidence. So it'll be really interesting. This is another opportunity for him to you know step up and contribute. Absolutely. Um, and yeah, just, you know, just like you said, uh, J- Jerome Robinson, um, T- Tommy Shepard made a great move. I mean, I, I, I can't express it enough. We, we've talked about this a lot in the past, but um, after they made the move, I mean, with as much as I, as much as I loved Isaiah Thomas, I, I still love Isaiah Thomas. Absolutely. I mean, he's a great player, but I mean, for NBA purposes, for an NBA team, it's just smart, smart move. Absolutely. Um, you know, but for what, you know, for what it's worth, I do think that, that Isak Banga is getting much more aggressive on the offensive end it, 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 in preseason. It really looked like it. I mean, not by the numbers, but if you, you know, if you watch the games, which we did and um, 
you know, you saw, you know, you saw how he did, he was starting to slash, you know, through the lane, you know, maybe, you know, he wasn't making those layups and, you know, maybe he wasn't knocking on those shots, but, you know, he was, you know, Oh, you know, when he was getting open for three, he was taking those shots when he had a lane, he was, you know, he was driving, taking the contact and, you know, you know, if it doesn't go in, it doesn't go in. Like we get all that. Like he, he's definitely out there for, you know, and he, for his, you know, defensive abilities, he's, he, I mean, I, I would probably say probably the best defender on 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 the team in, in my that's mind. The, that's the one question with him because if he did have a good three point shot, there's he'd probably be starting right because we'd need a defensive hundred percent, hundred percent. He'd be starting, but with him, it's always a question like, can he develop that three point shot? Oh, right? if he had a shot, if he had a shot, and he and, you know, and he defends the way he does, he'd have a huge contract. Oh, absolutely. I mean, look, um, we've seen John Wall get three and D players paid. Martel Webster, God bless him. Trevor Reza, God bless him. Even Jared Dudley to an extent. I mean, all these guys got really big contracts playing with John Wall. And obviously he's not here anymore, but that just goes to show if if you're a capable defender and you're able to hit open threes, that's all you need to do to get a big contract. And Isak Bunga has the potential to do that. I mean, nowadays, 100%. Look who we, I mean, in the past, what, like half hour, we just saw, uh, you know, Markel Fultz. He just got paid. Derek no White, slander. no, no, Markel slander though. No, 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 no slander at all. He, but he, you know, he, he you know, for, 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 you know, he, you know, for what he is, you know, he, he got fifty mil. He got that, 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 that's a good chunk of change. Derek White just got paid too for the Spurs, seventy three mil. That, that makes Davis Bertans's contract look like pennies. Davis got what eighty? Yeah, yeah. He got yeah. Okay, so I mean. Dude, in my mind, Davis earned he earns it. I mean, if if, if he continues to, to keep shooting the ball like he, like he is, I mean, that's he's and he's, he's super. He's got a lot of length, super tall. Uh, he's yeah. Those that, that but like we we're talking about, if Isak had that, if he had a, if he had a shot, he could get, get paid like that. One hundred percent. I'm excited about it because I think he's a guy that works hard enough to develop that shot. And hopefully throughout the season, we'll get a chance to see whether or not he has, because that could really give the Wizards a kind of a cherry on top, right? If he's right. playing well right. and Denny Abdi has a 19-year-old rookie to play as well as Denny Abdi has, then you have another player in their early 20s in Bonga contributing. I mean, that's – and look, we can't remember – we can't forget it. How the Wizards got this guy, right? They were they were they were throw-ins with the Anthony Davis Lakers trade. Right. Lakers traded right. Mo Wagner, Isak Bonga, and, and Jamira Jones to uh, to the Wizards for nothing essentially. So it, it'll be awesome if look if if Tommy Shepard swings that deal and and all these players end up contributing. If if uh, you know Jerome Robinson ends up contributing too for the flyer they took on him, I think is a testament to the to the job he's done in Washington. But hundred percent, he's done a great job. Know, uh, any further, Anthony? Look. You know I'm a health conscious guy. Good I really time. care about what I put in my body and, and what I eat. And I, I put built bar in my body for a reason, Anthony. It's whether you're looking to lose or maintain weight, you should give yourself the chance to indulge with a delicious treat. I mean, imagine dieting and just not eating anything good, right? How many days a week can you have a kale smoothie? Yikes. So my favorite flavor when I eat built bar is cookies and cream. And the crazy part about built bar is it's healthy, Anthony. It's low calorie, low sugar, and high protein, high fiber. You probably remember I was keto for a year and a half. And guess what? Built bar was perfect for that diet. So built bar has reset the promo code for this launch and you get a free cooler with the purchase while supplies last. So go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get 20% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com.
The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Make sure to check out the Locked On NBA podcast feed today. You'll find season preview episodes for each division with team breakdowns from local experts, waiver wire editions from Locked On Fantasy Basketball, Rookies to watch from Chad Ford and predictions on each division from rejecting the screen. Subscribe to the Lockdown NBA podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back, DC. You're still locked on Wizards here with Ben Mehesh and myself, Anthony Citadino. Let's transition now to the regular season opener tomorrow. Ben, Phil, we're going to Philly. We're going to Philly tomorrow. And you know what about you know what about this really interesting Anthony? They have a ruckus crowd, so we gotta we gotta understand how the Wizards are gonna respond to that. <laughs> right, right. You know, I mean, you know, right. Pre-COVID, yes. Pre-COVID, one of the most hostile environments you could go into. We're out of the bubble. We're back. You know, you know, traveling. You know, to every arena around the country. First place we're going to Philly. Obviously, we want the fans there. The fans want to be there. That's, you know, hopefully at some point this season, we could, you know, they, they can make that happen. But, you know, for right now, we'll just to dig in, still watching from, from home, not complaining, you know, hoping everyone's safe. But yeah, Ben, predictions for tomorrow. You know, they're, they're taking the Sixers. Embiid, Ben Simmons, new head coach, Doc Rivers. They made great acquisitions, you know, in free agency. Grab guys like Seth Curry. What do you think? I, I'm a lot higher on you than most, I think. Or a lot, not a lot higher on you. Of course, I'm high, high on you, Anthony. I'm a lot higher on the Sixers than I think most people are. Yes, yeah, so really definitely like, not high, right? We're <laughs> not. I, I, um, look, I, I think they made some really solid additions. Things that probably don't put them over the top and make them a championship contender, per se. But I think could put them over the top in the sense that they have a good shot at making the Eastern Conference Finals this year. Uh, they needed shooting. They got it with Seth Curry. They got it with Danny Green. I think Matisse Thibault is the guy who's going to come in and play big minutes for them this year. Um, Shake Milton's another player who's really reliable. Um, and I think Doc Rivers is a player or, or a coach, as I, as I said last podcast, is, is a coach who's going to get through to these players for the first time in probably their careers, right? Just given the depth of this team and the fact that Rui's out, the Wizards are still trying to figure out their rotation, think it's going to be hard man and if the Sixers are as good as I think they're going to be this is going to be a really tough game for the Wizards and, and I think oh look, for sure and I think the what's going to ultimately decide the outcome of this game and probably the, the outcome of the of the season is going to be how good are they going to be defensively right how how is Thomas Bryant going to be able to step up and defend Joel Embiid are they going to have to rely on Robin Lopez more than they than they anticipate or really want to rely on I'm just not sure. I mean, look, they had the worst defensive rating in the NBA last year. I know that things changed. Uh, Isaiah Thomas is gone. You insert Russell Westbrook. It's by virtue of having Thomas gone, you're going to be a better team. 100%, yes. I just don't know. I mean, there's that question with the interior defense, Anthony. And I I hope that you can answer this for me. But, like, do they have enough to guard players like Joel Embiid? I'm just not sure. Oh, God. You know, I mean, first off, 
before I get into that, just it, it still kills me how everyone kills my man Isaiah Thomas. Everyone kills him about this about his <laughs> defensive usage. It, just, it, 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 it hurts my heart. It does. Isaiah, if you're ever listening, my man, I got your back. You know, I, IT. I, I, I have a soft spot for him, man. Still, I, I, I hate hearing that. I, I, I see the numbers. I understand these, you know, factual numbers about him being the worst defensive basketball player of all time. I, I, I get all that, but do, does everyone got to bring it up when, when his name's brought up? Oh, it's, it hurts. It does hurt me. Um, but look, but the I, Wizards were historically one of the worst defensive teams ever last year and yeah. honestly i i'm sorry it but a large part is because of him and that's why i'm interested i mean look was it because of him that's a question i mean they did get better once they traded him thomas bryant seemed to seem to get better just because he didn't have to uh you know play catch up for isaiah thomas and, and pick up his mind uh, or pick up his man every single time right i just i'm just not sure even with isaiah gone like is thomas bryant going to be able to guard players like joel Embiid? that's the question right right now we have seen so from what we've seen in training camp practice preseason from Thomas Bryant, his shot blocking abilities are do you do you have any you have any sort of comments on how it's changed from from last season? Because because I've yeah, seen a, he, I've seen a big difference. Yeah, he's gotten more aggressive for sure, and he's and he's looking for blocks. But I think there's more to defense than blocking shots. And for sure, one, for sure, Whiteside would be the best defender in the NBA, but he's placed in the Sacramento Kings for a reason, right? I mean. That's the thing. Great point. Is he going to sure. be able to effectively stop a player of Embiid's size and, and skill level? I'm just not sure. I mean, look, if he does, and the Wizards really think he can, they have a real belief that he can become one of the best centers in the NBA. And offensively, he's already there. I mean, he's one of the best shooting big men in the league. Um, Energy-wise, efficiency-wise, already atop the league, right? But for him yeah. to become right. take that next level, it's defense. And, and someone's got to anchor the team's defense. And the Wizards are hoping it'll be Thomas Bryant. He's got the energy. Does he have the quickness to defend screen and rolls? I don't know. We'll see. That's that's just what it is. I mean, right. I mean, right now. I mean, it's looking like he is he gonna is he gonna shoot forty percent from from three? It wouldn't surprise me at all. I mean, he's got a stroke. There's no there's no doubt about it. It's it's it was great watching him play. I mean, you know, his last game there. I mean, went fifty percent from behind the arc. He had a he had a great game. Twenty two, you know, seven rebounds, seven for twelve from the floor overall. Um, but yes, this question mark the entire other side of the you know other side of the floor. How much will they rely on Robin Lopez? Uh, like like really like Ben, how, how many minutes do you see Robin Lopez getting in there at center? I mean, if he's playing a lot of minutes, I think that's bad news for the Wizards, right? Because if he's playing a lot of minutes, that means that means Thomas Bryant isn't doing his job. Or he's playing extraordinary basketball, which I don't think we should expect from Robin Lopez at this point in his career. So, so what? I, I, if he plays more than like twenty minutes a game, I'd be shocked. If if Robin if Robin plays more than twenty minutes a game, yeah. right? Okay, gotcha. Then, um, so yeah, I mean, but but what about you know Mo Wagner? I mean, where does he fit into that equation? Look, Scott Brooks again, and kudos to him. He's trying. He's trying different things. He played. Wagner with Thomas Bryant during the preseason, it didn't really work. They look kind of clunky together, and that's fine, right? They're two kind of traditional centers, or built like traditional centers at least, so it didn't really work. Mm-hmm. Neither of them are particularly fast. Right. Um, right. Neither of them are particularly great defensively, as we touched on. But 
Um, that's that's the thing. I mean, Wagner is is a capable center. I think he led the league in charges last year, so he adds that element defensively. But again, he leaves a lot to be desired on, on all the other elements of defense: the pick and roll defense, the the shot blocking, and whatnot. And and Robin Lopez, I think, is probably more serviceable and gives the Wizards more of what they need off the bench with the rebounding, with the shot blocking. Um, then Wagner. So I think he's probably left out of the rotation, but it really depends. It, it depends if Robin Lopez plays well. Um, I mean, Wagner might just be their third string center, which isn't the, it's not the worst thing in the world to have a player of Wagner's caliber as a third string center. Definitely not. And we will see how that all plays out tomorrow night for the wizards. But Ben, before, what? yeah, before we really get into it, let's, I, I want to hear, I want to hear your take. I want to hear your take on, you know, what's going to happen in the game. Do you have any, do you have any big, do you have any big predictions for the game stat, you know, stat wise, you know, player, player wise, what's, what's, what's happening? Yeah, I don't know if I have any big predictions at this point, right? Because I'm going to predict that Russell Westbrook has a triple double, but that's not okay. Okay, cool. Because he's literally averaged three years, but um, yeah, look, he flirted with it already, kind of. He showed you a flash of that during his last preseason game: eight point seven rebounds in only seventeen minutes. So if he's playing close to thirty, he's already at a double double. Um, And if he's sharing the court with Brad as often as we think he will, the assists will come. Um, I think he'll give he'll give the team a triple level. I'm just not sure it'll be enough to to win and overcome those sort of question marks that we talked about with defense. But what about you? And any sort of predictions from you? Uh, you know, for tomorrow night, I I really think that Denny is going to put the league on notice in his first NBA game. Um, you know, we've seen him throughout training camp and preseason these great great spurts. Every time he gets the ball. Um, he seems super, super energized. He doesn't waste any time. He's always getting his teammates involved shooting. You know, if he's open, he's shooting it. Um, you know, I mean, he's, he's got a lane, you know, he is, he's slashing. I, I do think that he's going to have a great game. Uh, I'll give my prediction for a stat line. I think, I think I'll have, uh, I'm going to go, I'll, I'll give my hot take. I think Denny's going to drop 20 points, nine rebounds, four assists. Wow. Yeah. 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 I think he'll have that. Um, we, we saw, how great he rebounded in that last preseason game. He had, he had 10 rebounds um, in, you know, in, in less than 30 minutes. And uh, he's, if he starts, which I think we, what we both think is he, he will start at the three. Um, I think that um, he'll be absolutely fine um, doing that for the overall game. Um, you know, I'm going to be optimistic. Wizards get the win. I think Russ and Brad are going to lead the way while guys like Denny, Thomas Bryant, you know, are going to be huge, huge contributor contributors. Um, you know, a lot of question marks still with Philly. You know, I, I I get that they're like an automatic playoff team as always, but you know, I mean, what we we we've seen them in the playoffs last last season. We saw them in the playoffs too, and they looked like a, an eight seed. Um, and uh, so yeah, so I I do think there's a lot of question marks. I think that this new duo in Russ and Brad can give the Sixers work. Um, I got them over, over, over Philly. How about you? Yeah. I mean, like I said, I, I don't think they're going to be able to win just, just cause I think there's so much to overcome defensively, but look, there was a guy, I, I forget his name. He covered the Washington football team and he predicted they, they win every game. And then before every game, he would say like, the Washington football team's going to win this game. Right. And I have a feeling you're going to do that this season where <laughs> the winners might go 17, 72 and 0, but that's it for us today, DC. Uh, thanks for tuning in. I'm signing off. My name is Ben Mahich. I'm here with Anthony Cedino as always. We have a lot of great shows coming up. 
Uh, sneak preview. We have one of the greatest Washington Wizards of all time. He has agreed to come on the podcast, so stay tuned for that. And, of course, subscribe to the Lockdown Wizards podcast. Shoot us a follow on Twitter at Lockdown Wizards. Anthony, anything else before we sign out? AC, we love you. We appreciate you. Can't wait to rock with you again tomorrow. And, of course, if Robin Lopez hits a three, you know what to do. Take it out. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.